I don't I get that because I, I would count myself in that. And then I looked at my six iron and it was like still brand new. Like looks like it had never been hit. And I started hitting it and I hit it great. And I'm like, what was I That's ever good. doing? Why was yeah. I just skipping the six iron? I go like seven, five just, for no just reason. Just opting out. Yeah. I'm prime numbers, boy. I'm going to cut five <laughs> instead of. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, welcome back to the Wheel Rob Podcast, everyone. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com or at the Wheel Route <clears throat> on Twitter, excuse me. And the email address is wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. You can get us from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Podcast Center, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. We're on the internet. We're out there. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logwan the Dawn, and I'm coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida um where life is good life is good we've had some some visitors around the house for for a little bit now um getting some work done around here which is excellent um the weather has been nice uh it has not rained as much as it was raining last time we talked which surely means that golf on wednesday is getting rained out a hundred thousand percent so um anyhow we press on been busy but i'm excited for college football this weekend so um who else is here my name is jordan shank i am in harrisonburg virginia where we are the benefactors beneficiaries benefitors of some good rains in the last yeah. week Shout uh, out to Fred. things things are looking lush and green uh the rough is thick once again <laughs> so r.i.p my wrists um but yeah we're happy happy to have some good good colors on the links and just around the valley, you know? Um, I'm on twitter.com at Shank Jordan. Uh, yeah, fall sports swinging into form. Uh, I know the UVA women's soccer team uh, defeated ranked West Virginia on on the road the other night. So shout out to Diana Ordonez and her noggin for putting one in the back of the net. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's true. They also beat Richmond eight nothing, I think. So yeah, that was a tune up. up. That was a preseason tune yeah. up, I believe. They really, they really whomped on that. Oh, I thought that was. I think I thought that was their opener. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, okay. Their well, yeah. Goals are goals, you know. Yeah. We that, do that's this. good for the BCS rankings. That's right. true. Yeah. You gotta fill the computers. Score differential. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, my vo- my voice. I almost said my name is Jason Crack. <laughs> Your voice has a name. My, my voice is named Jason Crack. Um. <laughs> I am also coming to you live from. Harrisonburg, Virginia, where I think we might have gotten all the rain because I think it's supposed to be like 94, like the next five days. Oh straight. yeah, we're gonna get baked out here this yeah. week. So welcome, uh, hopefully, welcome. Hopefully friends. we can we can level out this roller coaster <laughs> we're on. I mean, it's, it's breathtaking. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> right, uh, I think we can smooth it out a little bit. I get um, to touch up on my tan a little bit. That'll be good. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, For sure. I uh, I tweet things at Jason Creck from time to time. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm here to, to, to once again, stand for Cameron Champ and his massive block slice. I'm pretty sure that, that was Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Cam I hate Smith. to break it to you. Not Cam Champ, Cam you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But shout out to him. One of the Cam favorites. Champ hits the ball like a country mile, right? He's the other one. Probably. 
Camp Champ does does Must put some boppers do. out there. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm mixing up the camps. Cam Smith is the the mascot for Alabama or England. Yeah, and it and it turns which out is, the answer is Australia. Yeah, which is even which is even better. So we love him dearly for it. He's not quite not quite Tommy Fleetwood level Alabama or England, but he's close. <laughs> well, that's pretty unfair <laughs> comparison. <to me. laughs> nobody nobody can be. Um, yeah, no, that was. Uh, you know, great to see. I, you know, I would welcome actually a return of that slice to my game occasionally, just to sort of let me know that it's still I can still come through yeah. like that. Like um, an old friend returning to the house. I tend to play courses that have a lot of water left, and now I'm doing this weird like heavy run out duck hook thing that like just uh, the, just, the full just top sprints spin, like whip sprints it towards the water on the left. It's like wow, man, it is still rolling, huh? I did hit it pretty hard. It didn't fly very far. Cleared the first part of the water, and we are getting all of the second part. So. Anyhow, that's all right. What are you boys drinking? Uh, I'm back in Topo Town tonight. Oh. I got just a hint of the key lime juice. Not to brag. Love it. Not to brag. Yeah. Still getting glass uh, bottles out here. I don't I also, remember. Speaking of groceries, I still need to go to Costco and uh, pick up my membership card. Your boy joined the elite. Oh, that's no. right. He did, he did make good on his promise. And I'm. Did you. I'm now, um... Part of the did you do you get a free chicken? I remember like, there was a deal back in the day. You got like a, a free chicken for first time members. Oh uh, no! So this this uh, promo that I found was uh, you pay sixty dollars for the year of of membership, which is standard rate. But then you yeah. get a forty dollar gift card in the mail, oh. uh, which basically better than a chicken. Yeah, yeah. several chickens. <laughs> people are saying. Um, <laughs> And then you also get a coupon for forty dollars off, like a two hundred dollar purchase. Um, oh, so if so like, you get your wedges, yeah, if you want a wedge set and someone else wants a wedge set, <laughs> I got a coupon that I can apply towards. towards Go full David efforts. Whitehouse and just buy like four wedge sets and just be handing <laughs> them out. Flip them on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's classic, Jason. We always need a side hustle. Um, I am drinking. I don't. I, this might be the same beer I was drinking last week. I don't remember. Was I? It was. I know it was Kona. Was it the Castaway IPA? It I don't was. think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, like, here we go. It was. I think it was just the. I think it was just the pale ale and not the IPA. No, okay. your, yours had a like a. a I want to be name. careful how I say this. Um, <laughs> and maybe like regional or cultural name to it. Okay. That was Hawaii, not... a Hawaiian themed name. You could just, you could say it was okay. Hawaiian themed. Yeah, a Pacific yeah, okay. Islander themed name. <laughs> Um, okay, I am back on the Reed's uh, calorie-free ginger ale. Splash of cranberry today, though. Looking out oh, for my urethra. So delightful. Shout out, shout out to my urethra. That's what yeah, I always that's, say. Yeah, so. that's the uh, the scientific name for it. So we <laughs> we won't bleep it. It's tagline of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, cool, cool, cool. Exactly. Well, hey, two weeks in a row. Good to see you guys. Um, any, you know, any any life updates? We need to share any life updates. I don't with, think so. Fans, no, nothing new. Well, uh, we're excited okay, to report after tomorrow's banquet what uh, what our prize haul is. From the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, you at least get like a sleeve of Bridgestones out of it or something. Yeah, at least. <laughs> and if we if we worked over that freaking field all year and we get like a dozen balls, I'm gonna light the place on fire. <laughs> yeah, welcome well, to Team Strixon, Jason. I've <laughs> got a yeah, I've got a. Uh, I've, I've got a Cobra driver with your name on it there, buddy, if you want to start playing. Right, right-handed <laughs> Cobra driver. Yeah, well, you know, it could be it's a rescue, rescue club. club. <laughs> Bingo. <Yes. laughs> 
I like to keep this in my bag just in case I need to spank one out right handed. I've seen Jason in, in in several spots over the course of the season where we both looked at each other and just said, "It's a shame you're a lefty yeah. being there because because yeah. man, I'd be fine." I discovered I fine. some foliage throughout the season. I always hey. just went. Uh, I always went full flip the club over, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just That's a cool way to do it. I saw like I saw John, I saw John Rom did like a backwards one that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Like the against the tree backwards, and of course he like you know flicked it up to like fifteen feet from the pin or something. It was There's like, a man oh. whose temper returned today. Oh, but, did it? Uh, he yeah. was he was stewing down the stretch there. They were. I like... would imagine I would imagine some of that was the fact that he was like stuck in his hotel room yeah. all day yesterday with his wife and newborn child. Like, <laughs> I'm sure he loves his family dearly, but that couldn't yeah. have been awesome. Yeah. Um, so what yeah, happened? It was, it was, it, it was, it got rained out because of the storm. So they, they, they got, got, nine of rain. They got yeah, like uh, midway yeah. through Saturday, like maybe early Saturday. And they were just like, we're not playing tomorrow. Like was we, it in Tennessee? No, it was York. up in New York. Oh, it was so up they, in New York. Okay. They got drilled by a hurricane. Um, yeah. And well, so, Nashville got like 20 inches of rain. Or yeah, they crazy. Got like this season peas up to so. everybody in in Nashville and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so they got like they started Saturday's round and they were immediately like, "We're not playing Sunday. Like, make your plans now." And uh, yeah, they got nine inches of rain and they had the course like looking very good this morning. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so John Rom led from wire to wire almost, and then like on 13 started like. Uh, like shaking a little bit, and uh, Tony Finau played. Tony Finau shot thirty on the back and shot sixty five. So shouts out to him. Um, and then where he be now? You know where he be now. And so <laughs> um, top ten Tony won a tournament. Wow, big tone. good yeah, for big him. Tone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and so like the commentators started at for like for the first two thirds of the round, he was like just like piping wedges into like two yards and stuff like that. Yeah. And they were just like, he's just not even going to give him an inch. And then like holes like 12 through 15, they're like, well, you know, he's he's talked about how fatherhood has changed him and his, his temper is under control now. And to be fair, it has been. Like, he's been pretty chill the last, like, he's been better. eight months. Oh, yeah. And, like, but you could kind of see, like, like some gritted teeth and stuff like that. And then he, like, found bunkers on, like, 16, 17, and 18. It was just very clearly like, oh, that dude's pissed now. Like, he's real yeah. angry. And Right. He kind of squirted away the lead, and um, there's you can, legendary you can tell, stories. You can tell when big boys like him and Bryson are mad because they stomp to get places. <laughs> they don't. They don't walk. The the footsteps get heavier. Big the boys. like yeah. the shoulders get a little more like the neck. The neck disappears Forward, a little yeah. bit. They, and, they lurch. Yeah. They yep. don't like. I saw. Wide. I saw on the twitters, and we don't have to just break down golf news all night. We can. It's fine with me. Or do the big ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> we can mow through that. I saw on Twitter that uh, Bryson is going to be coming straight home from the Ryder Cup and going to yeah. the World Long Drive like Championships or whatever. Yes. So, pretty awesome. I really am excited to see those shenanigans in that forum as well. Like, can you imagine him going into Steve Stricker's office and being like, uh, "Hey, Captain." Um, if you could put me out early tomorrow you gotta, morning, you I have a flight like to one Nevada. Or two. I, have yeah. a, I have a flight to Nevada, so I can go hit hit bombs for the rest <laughs> of the week. <laughs> um, him, him on the Ryder Cup team is is either gonna be like thoroughly uneventful and possibly positive, or just an absolute disaster. Like I, you, I think the only person you can pair him with is Phil. Yeah. 
Or pa- Paris English said that he thinks that they should pair him with Patrick Reed. Patrick, Patrick Reed's in the hospital right yeah, now. Yeah, Patrick Reed has oh. double pneumonia right now. Allegedly. Didn't know that. This yeah. was a podcast that was recorded a couple weeks ago, I'm guessing. But <laughs> he, he his his justification for that was uh, Patrick Reed is like a really, really good wedge player. And he's like a very, very good like scrambly type player. So yeah. it could... I don't know. He like I mean, almost lives. For the, he almost me, like but... thrives off the challenge of hitting weird shots. I mean, you could yeah. make an argument for Jordan Spieth in that case too. But um, anyhow, it just and the the awkward it would be hard to is... pair him with like uh, Harris English. You know, a, yeah. a pretty yeah. straight up golfer, right? You know, uh, that's like you know not going to just hit you know play weird shots all the time. The weird thing is that like like Phil is very much would be a stretch pick to go to the Ryder Cup. Yeah. So, like, the only reason you would be bringing him is because, like, well, we know we got to take Bryson, and someone's <laughs> going to be Bryson's handler. And, like, <laughs> which is a weird spot to be like, all right, yeah. well, there's I, a good chance I, we drop one on Sunday because uh, we got to take Bryson's buddy along. Like, Yeah, well, they could sit them both, uh, you know, for for half of the team events. But I, like, I saw them play in their, their match that they put together, yeah. and, like, it – Phil interacted pretty well with Bryson. No, I so, agree. I think that's And some of that right. some of that was probably just like, oh, this is cameras and show and I'm going to drum up goodwill sure. for the Mickelson brand. But like they genuinely seemed to not br- bristle at each other, which was interesting. I think that's probably but, fair. Yeah. Anyhow. All right. Well, let's keep it moving then. Um I don't think there was any college football news this week of note it's been a suspiciously quiet week suspiciously quiet we you know we're hitting some uh, some camp injuries it's about time for scrimmage number two so we have fan base overreaction to scrimmage notes from you know the three people that were invited to provide notes about the scrimmage um everyone's quarterback is disappointing emory jones can't throw um trying to see what else i've seen out there Florida's defense still can't tackle, you know, just things of that nature. So, um, any any news on the UVA scrimmage front? How's how's our, our lovely shot put in quarterback doing? Uh, I I honestly haven't heard a ton um, coming out. Rocco runs camp. tight ship. Yeah, he he does, and you know what you know what sinks tight ships? It's loose uh, lips. It's loose lips. So yeah, we Look. don't get a whole lot out of out of camp, um, but that's fine. Like I. Yeah. I trust this staff enough that like I don't I don't necessarily need a progress report or I don't necessarily stress out when I don't hear anything. I I trust what's going on behind the scenes. Um, when you say trust, what I mean, what, what is the outcome of what, <laughs> what is, is the outcome what of does trust? That mean? I'm, I'm, what does that mean? I'm, I'm I'm curious. Like I think you and I both. Well, I also trust that UVA at least is going to put a passable product on the field, but I don't trust that UVA is going to say win six games. Oh really? I mean, I just well, I'm I don't know. I don't know. I I, would you be surprised if UVA won? Would you be absolutely shocked though if UVA won five games this year? Uh, I would be surprised. Yes. Okay. That's um, good. That's a mark. That's a mark yeah. of progress. But that's but what it's I'm more kind of... just like I trust that players are continuing to develop and like they're continuing to grow in significant strides. Whereas like the previous staff, it was kind of like. I well, that, like, that's for, that's that's true. That's I don't true. know if like so and so had a decent end of last year, but they might revert back to square one by the time camp is finished. So, I, yeah, I kind of trust think... that like continuous growth to use a Bronco term 
is <laughs> is taking place. Okay. Well, good. I mean, I, I guess I, I would say I in general agree, but there's something always a little... I just want to see. I want to see VA play a little bit before I get too like I guess excited. And sure. that's kind of more or less what you're saying. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move in. Speaking of UVA, it's let's let's start at the Big Ten. Um, yep. <laughs> first, first off the bat here. So as you recall, we are doing uh, you know light previews this year. This is preview diet previews, if you will. Easy breezy. This is, we're talking. This is hot this is a hundred percent how we planned it. From way back in the spring, it's definitely not because yeah. we looked up and realized yeah. there were only three weeks till. We've been doing, um, you know, Bill C style personal podcast, just the three of us about every team for the last 117 days. We've so been staying loose. We Done. So. And those would um, be available on our OnlyFans, but they made some change to yeah. terms of yeah. services. Recently. We did all of them in the nude, so yeah. we, uh, you know, this is <laughs> that's a lot of hours of content just wiped that's, from the internet. Yeah. It's gonna be tough. If anybody knows a like a full time censor bar artist, we uh, we we got some work for you. But um, if you are passionate about graphic design <laughs> and dudes, white dudes, smooth smooth shaft white dudes, <laughs> you can't say that with no context. You didn't, you know, I know, you cannot I do it. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, had <laughs> had to get it out there. So yeah, we're talking hot seat. We're talking players that we're excited about. Games we're excited about. And maybe um, you know some light, some light gambling or fake gambling chatter at the end regarding the conference. Um, we want to bring everyone up to speed with what our thoughts are, more or less, on the outlook of the conferences moving forward um, for this season, without giving a team by team breakdown because no one needs that. No one really needs that anyway. This will all shake itself out after a few weeks. Yeah. So first things first, who you guys got on the hot seat watch? Uh, let's start with Jordan. Um, I think the obvious one here is Mr. Harbaugh our our sweet milk drinker in Ann Arbor. Um I've also got Scott Frost squarely in in some tepid waters. He's he's having some fun. He was my pick. Yeah. And then as as maybe like value oh, that's plays. News. I guess that is some college football news, but go ahead. Yeah. Maybe as some value plays for hot seat watch in the B one G. Um Jeff Brom, I mm. I wonder how how long that experience lasts. Yeah. Um, Do you think he regrets not doing the Louisville thing? Probably. Yeah. Which is, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna not say something like many professionals probably consider saying <laughs> right. in their career. I right. really regret not going to Louisville. Um, and then Kirk Ferentz is an interesting uh, one. I feel like he, like, he yeah. was close to maybe losing it. Um, Given, given all the brouhaha that was uncovered, yeah. uh, over the last year or so, but he seems to have escaped. I wonder, like, if they go five and seven, or or four and eight, if they just real lay egg, like how 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 patient will people be when there's already been kind of <laughs> attempts at his neck? So they finished. They finished the last two seasons ranked number 15 in the country. You really think Iowa's going to think they can do better? I honestly think he's like one of the safest and just like, okay. but, Jordan, but I think it's like, I think it's just bizarre that I, I it's think very he weird. somehow rings the most out of Iowa by turning them into like baby Wisconsin. But yeah. they also are in the right side of the Big Ten to yeah. win their seven, eight, nine, sometimes 10 games a year that they do um, just because they, often get kind of a cupcakey schedule for the most part and 
um, I don't know. I feel like he's just at this point, like Kirk Ferentz is an Iowa, an, an Iowa tradition, not unlike corn subsidies. Yeah. You know, he's an institution. I, yeah. So he's coached what uh, looks like twenty-two years. Yeah, he is uh, twenty-six games above five hundred in Big Ten games. Hmm, that's not as great as I would have thought. In twenty-two oh, years, just, it, every year he's like five and three in the Big Ten every single year. There might be some recency bias, like. They've, yeah. they've been better as of late, of late. probably. Yeah. I'm going to say that's like basically he's a game, a little over a game over 500 in the Big Ten every year. I think maybe much, part yeah. of me putting him there is I'm kind of just deathly curious to see what would <laughs> oh yeah what would an Iowa coaching <laughs> search look What's like. What's your next move? Yeah. Uh, I would, yeah, I would be fair. interested to see if they, I'm surprised Iowa doesn't have some like well-developed and announced like head coach and waiting situation. But maybe they maybe they'll move into that phase as he gets a little older. I mean, he has coached there for a long time at this point. He um, has coached twenty two years and he's missed the bowl four times. And, the, and he's played Florida in the Outback Bowl years. like seven of those true, years. I think he's played Florida in the Outback Bowl. So twenty two years ago, I mean, so he he was hired there as the coach in like ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't seem that long ago when you think about it. So. His first season was nineteen ninety nine. He went one yeah. and ten and zero oh and eight in the Big Ten. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like he was that guy that was always like, oh, man, he'd be a great NFL coach, you know, for a while. And then that kind of passed, and he's just still the coach at Iowa. And it's like yeah. no one asked any questions. And he's gonna, I, I think like he's going to be the coach this, when we're dead. Yeah, with all this <laughs> with all this stuff that happened, you know, with the strength coach and, you know, all, all of that. And, you know, it didn't even seem like that kind of knocked him off his perch very much. I, I don't know. I, I don't see him going anywhere. But I, I do think that I am intrigued by what Iowa does in the future say that yeah, we'll put a pin in that yeah um i agree with you on all of those jordan uh how do we feel is it too early for mel tucker at michigan state he kind of had like a rough go of things last I year so. because i think then he get, he got hired like right at the like after signing day or not yeah. even, or no right before signing day they like hardly had a class and then there was covid so that sucks um I don't Lox, think Loxley probably was, okay. too early. So I was on about that to, too, right? I was about to talk about Loxley. I don't think he's on the hot seat yet. Um, but I think he could really use like a even like a six and six year helps him a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> I also gonna... wonder like he would would he be considered a flight risk, like to just go to do do the coordinator thing again? Or like if if things maybe get, in the NFL. If things get weird, yeah, like go do yeah. something in the NFL. Rather I can than see that. Hang around College Park another year, and wait to get fired. He's literally never coached in the NFL. Oh really? But, well, there's no time yeah. like the present, Jason. You're right. You're right. Um, so I could see. I don't know. I think. I mean, Maryland's got to show something before he gets that. I think. Yeah. Does Maryland get to beat Texas this year? No. So Maryland's yeah. schedule, I'm looking at it right now just because I'm intrigued by their they they play West Virginia to start. That's right. September fourth. Uh then they have Howard. Their their away games are at Illinois, at Ohio State, at Minnesota, at Michigan State, at Rutgers. So they probably are in the Rutgers game. They should be in the Michigan State game. They get Indiana, Penn State, and Michigan all at home. They're the back half of their schedule is pretty tough though. Ohio State well, no, they go Iowa at home on a Friday at Ohio State oh. by Minnesota, Indiana, Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, Rutgers. So, I mean, 
a 500 season, I feel like would be a success for them, just given where they like the side of the Big Ten that they're in. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I think even if he goes like four and eight, I think maybe he's on the hot seat next year, but he's not getting fired this year. Yeah. But I think a six and six year goes a long way towards like, okay, maybe we're going in the right direction. Yeah. I, their recruiting hasn't been probably like fantastic. And I think he's, you know, supposedly a, a good recruiter. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes for them. But yeah, I, I'm kind of, I guess, intrigued by Maryland because maybe sometimes I think they could be better. I remember when they used to be like pretty good, but they also weren't in the Big Ten then. So that's right. Um, not excited about a whole lot here. <laughs> I'm gonna agree. just I'm gonna be honest with you. So let's talk players. Are there any players we are excited about uh, out of this conference? I got a couple. So I the two that I'm intrigued by um, <laughs> that I put in my notes. The first being the Michigan quarterback situation. Mm. Um, I'm not super excited to watch. Big Ten football in general, or Michigan football for that matter. Specifically, um, yeah, right. But yeah, so they had, who was it, Joe Milton last year. Uh, yeah. He is no longer with the squad. They have a fella by the name of Cade something, um, which is a very Michigan football name. It's um, Michigan power from that name. Cade, yes. Yeah. Um, but he, like, they're um, – I'm super prepared. I'm scrolling through my Athlon here, um, <laughs> trying to find the Michigan page. Why, do, why doesn't somebody else go? While so, I'm... Jordan, it was funny that you mentioned the Michigan quarterback situation because I'm, I guess, a little intrigued by the Ohio State quarterback situation. Okay, I've got it. As a position group. Go ahead. Thanks for stalling. Uh, Cade McNamara is the, is the Michigan quarterback, not a Johns Hopkins laxer. Um mm-hmm. He threw 71 passes last year, five touchdowns, no interceptions in limited action. Wow. There's um, a hardball quarterback product right there. But yeah, they, they signed a kid from Bradenton, Florida, J.J. McCarthy, who was a top five, yeah. top three pro-style QB in that class, I believe. Um, so Another strong Big Ten quarterback name, too. Also very true. Um, so I am kind of curious to see how that plays out. Harbaugh, I feel like he kind of got got a reputation for being a quarterback whisperer, and I'm not really sure how. Um, but he he doesn't seem to have really like produced. I mean, he was a uh, Andrew Luck college coach, right? And then and then I think presided over the two good Kaepernick years. So I think that was it. I, th- I think that's pretty much it on the resume. Now, listen, they almost won the Super Bowl. Kaepernick was great that year. Uh, Kaepernick was not tremendous after that. Um, but I don't. I mean, he wasn't like the worst. Um, yeah. Then some other stuff, I guess, derailed his career. Which, you know, shout out. But um, I, I that all said, I, I think I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. It has been a little interesting. The sort of just revolving door at the quarterback position at Michigan since he's been there. And I, I don't know the lack of like a stud recruit. Although, I mean, Milton, Milton was a stud recruit. I remember him cause he went to like Florida's and Florida state's camp. And I think there were some schools in Florida that were trying to make like push on him. And he went to Michigan probably because he wanted to work with Jim Harbaugh and just, um, I don't know. I'm just starting to wonder if that offense, like 
kills quarterbacks though you know yeah. like there just doesn't seem like a, a quarterback friendly setting well in to to a lesser degree i kind of feel like we get the same thing and we'll we'll get to him later but like justin puente like he when he got hired from memphis the big deal was like look what he did with paxton lynch right and like that's still his crown jewel of of a quarterback which is right. looking less and less shiny uh each season but uh, back to the B1G, the other player I have on my list is Travion Henderson. Um, he is a five-star running back recruit with the Ohio State Buckeyes. I think he was number one running back prospect in the nation. From the Commonwealth yeah. of Virginia, uh, there, was, there was, you know, the, the kind of like, um, how do I say it, polite smoke that like, ooh, he could stay in state. Like, whoa, what yeah. would that look like? Um, He's at Ohio State. Ohio State has a really good receiving core already. Mm -hmm. Like Chris Olave, yeah. uh, they got another guy. They've they're bringing back Garrett Wilson yeah. at the running back position as well. But this dude is apparently like a, an unbelievable talent. So I'm curious just to see how. I mean, Phil Neal has this guy as second team All Big Ten already. Yeah, Travis Henderson. So well, and Ohio State. I mean, they they scheme up a really. I, I don't know. They give up a really elegant run game, given that they like go pretty like traditional like four wide spread sets most they of the time. They find creative ways to use talent for sure. Yes, yeah, and it helps to have five star running backs uh, running through the holes. Crack, what are you thinking? I don't have uh, I don't have any specific players to add. Um, yeah. Cannot emphasize enough how much I don't pay attention to the Big Ten. So it's <laughs> fair. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see how Michigan. Starts off like ten and one, and then gets blasted by Ohio State. That would be that would be something for them this year. Um, I'm excited to see how Michael Penix Jr. looks uh, coming back from knee surgery. He was really yeah. excited at Indiana, really exciting in Indiana last year. He's your um, preseason first team All Big Ten quarterback too. Uh, so hope he's 100 percent him. And I guess we can talk about him later too. But uh, uh, Derek King at Miami are both coming off like the same injury and they're the same kind of like exciting quarterback, um, you know, presence. And I don't know, I, Indiana, I think Indiana is going to be like they were last year. Like, I think they're going to be in some games with some teams that are probably way more talented than them and they're going to be really good, but they, I don't know. We'll see how that sneak goes. Up on yeah. Ty Freifogel, the wide receiver from Indiana should be fun as well. That's a good connection with him and Penix and, uh, you got to get a look at this guy, Jack Sanborn. He is a linebacker from Wisconsin, in case it wasn't clear by his that name, Jack, yeah. Jack Sanborn. This guy, just hands on the knees, middle linebacker, like old see school. See a cowboy so. collar guy? A real, a real Andy Katzenmoyer type. Um, I don't see a cowboy collar, but he wears 57 and small pads, and Ooh. he just looks like he's he's bringing the lumber. So I'm excited to see this guy play as well. Um, any games that we're looking forward to. I struggled to find any in-conference games I was really excited about this year. I mean, Ohio State Michigan's always got some juice to it. Um, it's always Ohio, a funny watch. The anyway. Ohio State is at Indiana in the middle of the season, October 23rd, but it's after a bye. Um, so the only one that really piqued my interest, the the other two I have we mentioned last week right. in our P5 or G5 and Pac-12 would be Cincy, Indiana, Cincy, Indiana, and Ohio State, Ohio State, Oregon. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm just so excited to mention this one. Nebraska, Oklahoma. Yes. Um, 
I saw that. Not because it's going to be a good game, but because I think Scott Frost could get fired <clears throat> after this game. If, <laughs> if like, they like lose by 80. If they Oklahoma. go into this week one and one and they just get dump trucked. Yeah. I think I think things could could move along a little or bit. it could be the like weird dead man walking situation where he like you know just becomes like super salty weirdo guy in all the press conferences regardless of whether he gets fired or not i think that game will be a catalyst yeah for something yeah absolutely for nebraska 100 um i do see that penn state plays auburn week three which is just interesting that is an outback bowl matchup like of the for the ages right there <laughs> uh, we're getting that early in the year we might get a reprisal of that you know at the end of the year who knows um, how do we feel about Penn State? Is anyone excited about Penn State at all? Nope. No. <laughs> no. Jason. no. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Their quarterback situation is interesting. I think they got oh Levis. They got Levis and Clifford. Who are who are they? Sean Clifford. There's a name. Oh yeah, Sean Clifford. Yeah, I do recognize that name. <laughs> right, should be the quarterback. Uh, Auburn seems like kind of a mess right now too. Indiana Cincinnati is going to be huge. That's that's part of Cincinnati's rugged out of conference trek to you know try to see if they can beat some real teams that are good and make the playoff. So we'll see about that. Not excited about Michigan. We'll um, see about that. But they do play they do play Washington on September 11th on that uh that wild September 11th weekend that is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. For football games and for tributes. Um. All right. I guess we can move into the proceeding of the, the, the part of the program where we talk uh, talk a little turkey here. Talk a little beak wedding, if yeah. you will. Well, get the beak wet a little bit. <clears throat> All right, Jordan, take us take us to take us to Vegas here. What do, what All are right, we, so what are we like? First first up we've got uh, who who wins the conference slash who jumps off the board at you as a value pick. Uh, Ohio State right now is minus 225 to win the conference outright Jeez, which i mean does feels like decent value honestly like yeah i mean i there are riskier investments out there for sure i mean uh, if you're gonna pick anyone other than them i think your best value is iowa at plus 900 personally so i i chose wisconsin or Iowa, uh, simply because Ohio State plays neither of those two teams in the regular season, and I think yeah. you need a school that, like Ohio State's not going to lose to a team twice. Yeah, right. Is what I'm getting. Yeah, at. or you need just one of those two to get lucky in the championship game. And, and we've yes. seen. I, I mean, and, and listen, past performance is no guarantee of future success, right? We all we all watch the Edward Jones commercials, but we say this Iowa, Iowa is that is one of those weird teams that has like these weird awaken the echoes nights, and they'll like beat Ohio State like sixteen to nine in like some sort of a rock fight, like weird game that they just like control the whole second half running the ball, and just Ohio State gets really frustrated. I don't know that that happens in a neutral site Big Ten championship game. That's more of a Iowa at night in the middle of the season, catch you by surprise kind of situation. But um, I just think given the numbers that I don't really differentiate between Wisconsin and Iowa very much. So I would just take Iowa because I think I was, was, I was uh, out of conference schedule. Not that that really matters, but I think yeah. they might. And so they just might be for better. reference for the listeners, uh, Wisconsin, we've got a plus 600 and yeah. Iowa is at plus 900. Right, 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 right. Yeah, other than that, I I don't really like any of the other options. 
I mean, certainly no one from the Big Ten East or whatever the leaders or legends or whatever side of the conference Ohio State is on. Um, sorry about it. And Illinois mm, might be worth just dropping like a five spot on Illinois just to see see how it goes. Yeah, see how far <laughs> that can fly. Right. Uh, all right, win totals. Yeah, win totals. Mm. Uh, Jason, you want to go first on this? No, I don't. Why would? All right, Logan. <laughs> Let's have Logan um, go. First. I mean, I I looked through this a little bit here. Rutgers at four is interesting. I I, I could see Rutgers being better. Does it? The is problem it team... is that they're on the side of the Big Ten that they shouldn't be on if they're trying to scrape together wins. Great, Shiano's going to have the boys popping pads. Right. They, okay, so they play Temple and Syracuse and Delaware to start the season. Syracuse is going to be bad. Potentially. In, the, in a war for New York, we have, <laughs> again, September 11th. Man, Rutgers at Syracuse, what a matchup. I mean, circle that one on your calendars, boys. But I don't know that Temple is going to be great, but they might be good enough to beat Rutgers. Um, at Syracuse, you know, in tall order. Delaware. Don't just walk into the carrier dome. They get they have to go to Illinois. Oh yeah, I don't know. They play Maryland at the end of the year. Four might be four might be tough, but uh, <laughs> might be a tall order. I mean, I to be tease, clear, can I tease Illinois that down? Can terrible. I buy some buy some uh, buy a half win there? Tease that down to three and a half. Um, hmm. Yeah, they. This this looks pretty good to me. Maybe Iowa at eight and a half. Maybe they could go over. Okay. But again, I'm kind of doing the thing where I'm lumping Iowa and uh, Wisconsin into one sort of like with their powers they're, they're combined, effectively they can... the same thing. So one of the two of them will exceed expectations and the other one will not, which this sucks because they'll both go eight and four somehow. And it'll, it'll be terrible for everybody. But yeah, did you, was what, what jumped out to you, Jordan? Uh, so I, I kind of like, uh michigan under seven and a half uh okay. you're getting even money there and i think if, love betting unders especially when michigan's involved yeah i think if again if they don't get out of the box hot could be one of those uh harbaugh loses interest loses the engagement and the interest of the team pretty quickly i think things could go sideways and six and six seven and five cash me out um uh, similarly Nebraska under six and a half uh, also looks juicy at even money, um, but I think I think if I only had to pick one, it would be Michigan under seven and a half. Gotcha. I think that's what I'm going to ride with. Love it, love it. Am I, am I a terrible person for thinking Illinois can win four games? No. Can you name Illinois' coach? Yeah, it's Brett Bielema. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on, Bert. In his first um, year. I think I think Bielema can like scrape him to four wins. Let's check the schedule, Jason. All right. He's definitely oh, built September for September eleventh. September eleventh. They're at Virginia. That's an L. So that's, that's one. <laughs> they play Nebraska on August twenty eighth. Oh yeah, that's week zero. <laughs> that's this Saturday. Uh could steal one they, early. Yeah, UTSA, they could be a quarter of the way there by Saturday afternoon. That's what I'm saying. Maryland on a Friday. They're at Purdue, and then they play Charlotte. So those are – they need to capitalize on the first 
five games of the season. Yeah, because you gotta, then you got to get two or you got to probably get three. Yeah, now. because then it's Wisconsin by Penn State, Rutgers at Minnesota by Iowa and Northwestern. Two buys though, a, you know, a Brett Beal and the team with two buys, dangerous. Did you say UTSA in there? I did. They like They're to play teams that have UTSA. similar color schemes as them. Virginia, UTSA. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I feel like him in his first year, don't get me wrong, it's pretty terrible. But I think sure. him in his first year, like, you're going to get Charlotte. I think you can probably get Rutgers, UTSA, maybe Northwestern. I don't think they're beating UTSA. UTSA is not great. I mean, they're they're spunky. They've they've got some well, zip. Their quarterback is Brandon Peters Senior. Who I'm sorry is who is a senior and uh, he <laughs> <laughs> and he he is a Michigan transfer. So I mean, they got a lot of talent at that position. Been coached up for sure. I mean, they're gonna probably try to. They're probably gonna try to do the Bielma thing, right? They're gonna be hard nosed and run yeah, the football and they're trying to do the Big Ten, you know, defense. Punting, punting is winning kind of thing, and we'll see what happens. They might maybe they'll be in more games. They were two and six last year. How did they play eight games? <laughs> didn't the rest of the Big Ten play like six? Didn't they don't have state like go six and oh and make the playoff? Yeah, because they had to yeah, they had a couple play cancels. a couple weeks. Oh, they yeah. had okay, they had a couple just that was out. some of the big drama. Yeah. Right, right. It's coming back to me now. I'm getting I'm getting all feisty again. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um yeah, so I don't think you're terrible. I don't think you're terrible there, Jason. But they need, they need to really come come out of the gates firing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they got to finish that first month with three wins. Yep. <laughs> Nebraska, UTSA, Virginia, Maryland. They got to go three and one, and then yep. Purdue, Charlotte. Boom. One yep. of the two of those. I don't love that it's minus one thirty. I would love it a lot more. It feels like minus one ten, but I get it. Yeah, you'd like a little more value there. Yeah, I agree. Because you're you're putting your neck out on the line for Bert. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we, we love Bert. We've yeah. often said this. Uh, back home in the Big Ten where he belongs, though, so good for him. All right. Well, there's the Big Ten. So, I mean, we're really thinking Ohio State is is the cream of the crop here, and there's not going to be much to talk about. That's yeah. kind of what I think. Pretty much. Now, college football, it's weird. Things happen. You know, Michigan State will randomly play Ohio State really tough on a, on a random week. But uh, at this point, Ohio State is is too good. What are we? Ryan Day is he like a is he a guy that would go coach in the NFL? I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't get a bit good read on him. I would have told you Urban Meyer's not an NFL guy too, though. Here's my thing. Uh, feels like the that's a good way to say this. I mean, Dan Mullen gets the same treatment every off season too like oh he's gonna go coach the jets like i mean uh, like the, the shadier people stay in college or they get found out and then they go coaching the nfl because they can't coach in college well yeah if it becomes necessity that's a different thing yeah yeah the old no i i definitely think there's something to that in that like there's definitely more of a a cultish like if you if you can get in and end good graces at one of these elite programs. Oh like, man, yeah, that's way better of a spot than an NFL job, which is much more like corporate. We like we yep. will fire you, and you are the like ninth most most powerful person in the building. Yeah. So I do think though that the college job is a lot more work with recruiting, and I think these guys do burn out on that a little bit. That's fair. 
I would agree, but I think at schools and programs that big, the the required work and energy to be put into that is a lot lower than we may uh, think. I don't, I don't know the, that I from the I don't know that I agree with that, but I think that also the people who are really good at it are also like notoriously the most grindiest of of fools right. too, like your Nick Saban types, right? Like Nick Saban clearly is putting a lot of effort in if he's able to get all of the best players to come to school there, right? As, yep. as a like, what is Nick Saban doing to engage himself or ingratiate himself with seventeen-year-olds? He's obviously very good at that. I think that's a. I think that takes a lot of work. But I, yeah, I I guess, say, I'm just, I'm just curious Saban, because yeah, Ryan Saban's Day was the like, only Saban's the only college coach that when people are like, oh yeah, he's just going to outwork them, that I believe it. Yeah, that might be true. I think I, I the rest like... is just having a good system and mm-hmm. having, you know, I know these people and these people will help us out and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So. And I mean, being having a good eye for talent, knowing who you can develop and who to pass on and stuff too. I mean, Alabama gets who they want at this point, so it's right. they're they're in a good they're in a good spot. So in some sense, I guess I agree with you, Jordan. But I I do think that it's just it's just a lot, and it, it's probably a certain character. I just Ryan Day kind of in my mind came out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden was just the head coach at Ohio state out of like, I mean, I didn't, I, I wasn't closely following the career of Ryan day. Was he attached to urban Meyer for a good run there at, at Ohio state? I guess so. And then he, just he was only at Ohio there. state for two seasons before he was named. Yeah. Because coach. Herman Herman was the OC at Ohio state and then went to Texas. So it's kind of like, you know, clearly Ryan day has got some coaching chops, knows what's going on, knows how to call a game and has kept the Ohio state recruiting behemoth, sort of rolling um you know we've seen ohio state be not so good in in you know not not so just in our past, lifetime right? yeah yeah in our lifetime um so i don't know i guess i'm just i'm just i'm just curious so that's all wanted to throw that out there all right let's take things over to the acc conference of champions um as we know uh for you know some more exciting conferences more exciting with, football with, with clear absolute best teams and uh this one is is crazy the odds um but we'll save that we'll tease that for later. <laughs> this could be a really lame segment <laughs> let's go hot seat first where we start all i'd like to start here and just put dino babers on the hot seat okay dino babers I'm i had at him you, as man. well I, I had high hopes for you, buddy, and things have really gone downhill from that since that one Thursday night when your team beat Lamar Jackson's Louisville team, and we were all excited. Um, oh no, they beat Clemson too that one time. Yep. yep. And then they they played them tough that other time. What was their quarterback's name that we loved? <laughs> oh, Juice Williams. No. No. No, that was after. That was. <laughs> that was um, Illinois. Also. Wrong Orange School. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just just the big big lovable idiot who just did not just like would just body. haphazardly throw himself in there what was his name um oh it was like was it eric something it's oh, like eric dungy or something nice good work guys um miss you know long gone are the days of eric dungy all right it's really where I, was, where I was going with that when do you, so real quick question when do you think eric dungy graduated probably like last year probably like two years ago 2019 yeah it feels feels like it was like eight years ago yeah but then they had this like super italian named quarterback after that right is he still there are you referring to tommy devito i am referring to tommy devito yeah (laughs) so eric dungy tommy devito um i mean that was only two years ago so i guess you know there could be some stuff going on here but 
I, they just have gotten bad, not not very good. I'd also like joining him on the hot seat. I would like <laughs> to add um, Mr. Scott Satterfield. Uh, yeah. The the block is hot in Louisville, and that seems to be the situation there. I don't think he's a real lovable guy at this point either. Um, and I mean, obviously, the cream of the crop here is Mr. Justin Fuente, who sits atop the hottest seat of them all um, right now. Uh, Mr. Whit Babcock did recently just get a uh, extension, which yeah, is he's he's which is a, they, collected they, right now. Well, well, I'm just saying, but that is that is a usual. One one could make the indication that that is a hey man, we're gonna let you hire another football coach. Yeah, we're no, gonna you, we're gonna give I'm you another Wits crack at this. Cool yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think, and listen, I love nothing more than slandering Virginia Tech. I'd like to put that disclaimer out in all <laughs> situations, but. In case anybody was, I curious. think it would be best for Virginia Tech maybe if they move on in this situation, barring like a really really good year for them. Yeah, like, so that, that it, was it doesn't appear be my to be getting for the group. Is is Fuente just beyond saving? Is that relationship, especially him in the fan base, is that just beyond saving right now, or could they go ten and two and? everyone be like you know what let's extend him let's let's sign up for five six more years of this they would be so it would be like like when they extended jim McElwain after that one year (laughs) oh man you can just see how terrible of an idea that was um jordan i don't have a good answer to your question i feel like it's beyond repair and i feel like it might be good for virginia tech here's the problem with virginia tech like under justin fuente they've lost to virginia okay not great considering yep. they had won 16 in a row um they did win that game last year so i guess you know order has been yeah, restored or whatever asterisk. whatever douchey things yeah. they're gonna say that's fine but like in my mind virginia tech is now closer to virginia than they've ever been in the recent in in recent years outside of like some random games where virginia just like you know really gets it up for that game and they're playing in you know a, a snow a snow globe or something like that and it's weird but um and that to me is the indictment on him with the fan base is that like i think virginia has showed a startling amount of steadiness and they've like improved their floor and virginia tech doesn't appear to have their floor has gotten lower and their ceiling has also gotten lower the like they just they're they're yeah the ceiling's giving in and their floor they've they've i mean they missed the bowl game last year they've shown that they can you know not go to a bowl game i, I don't know i just he doesn't seem i i'm as surprised as anyone because i thought that was a home run hire yeah i really was frankly kind of worried about that hire because he seemed like yeah. a really really good fit at at virginia tech and um but i mean this is between, we don't between know we don't and, know these guys he also between has him been and like, scott frost i think we're i'm just befuddled yeah yeah for sure and chip, throw chip kelly in there too sure. just like you know who knows so i mean they all kind of yeah. look the same when you think about it <laughs> yeah he's just to squint. me like if i was a virginia tech fan mm-hmm. i would just hate his like lack of any sort of enthusiasm that he has it's yeah. really it's odd he has like a I weird think, bedside manner with that team he seems kind of surly and uh, it's it's strange anyhow i think it's it's listen like whoever followed frank was fighting an uphill battle uh, of course sure always but the guy after it, the guy that sucks it has been weird that like yeah from time to time he seems to give off this air of like why do you people care so much like it's it's weird and like mildly uncomfortable. I don't really understand it. Like I don't know mm-hmm. what he thought he was getting himself into, but like 
He's it's getting himself into millions of dollars in a lake house, well, brother. Yeah, that's true. He's getting himself into <laughs> Smith Mountain real fast. Um, but like, like the whole like he's locked down the media and he's kind of pushed the fans away and he almost like when he gets confronted about it, he's like, well, obviously we're going to do this. I don't even understand the question. And like, it, yeah, yeah, it's just really weird. And that's why like, I think, I think if, if he wins 10 games this year, like I think he'll get back in the good graces. And I think weirdly it'll like affect his demeanor more than like, I think he, for whatever reason, seems to wear it a whole lot more than the average ball coach. Um, sure. And maybe that helps, but He's digging out of a hole at the moment, and it, it's very weird. And he, he's definitely not going to get any favors from the media, and so, yeah, he it just he seems almost too unpopular for him to be successful yeah. at a school like Virginia Tech, where like I think the football coach needs to be popular. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah the the football coach there needs to, and really anywhere, but I think especially there, yeah, well, and especially yeah. after Frank Beamer. Like Just be a needs, man of the people. Yeah, needs to be the people's champ, yep, right? Yes. And he is decided, or not at least a good soldier for the Virginia Tech brand. And he doesn't really appear to be like super about. Yeah, that, he just seems that like hokey bothered life. by a lot of yeah, yeah. That's a good, that that's a good word. The job, which is strange. So anyhow, but. Dino Babers might be looking for a job. So go Hokies <laughs> on that. Um, we could do a little coach swap situation. Uh, they can bring that. Maybe Ratchet Fuente at, could go to Iowa if they were doing a coach search. Oh, there we go. Get back out Ferentz, to his corn maybe, boys. Maybe Ferentz to Virginia Tech. What do you so think? The other one that I had here just for funsies would be Narduzzi at Pitt. Oh, the Narduzzi. I feel like he flirts with it every year, and then they have like a, they win a couple games, or they, you know, he is also has presided over some of the most cowardly coaching decisions I've ever seen. I will never yeah, forgive he, him. He's like he, he makes Mike London esque decisions out there which he's is a big a time try to kick field goals on fourth and one from the one yard line guy <laughs> and i will not as for me in my house we will not stand for that the, the penn ever. state fans that i follow have a field day with it every time it happens which oh is my great gosh. content yes but he yeah he um strikes me he's a little must champy maybe maybe he should just be coordinating maybe not coaching but i mean pitt hasn't been absolutely terrible but they Right. I mean, I just if, wonder, if, like, if not, if not absolutely terrible is your vanilla, score, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just looking through here. What's the situation at North Carolina State? Doran? Yeah. So is he still there? He's been there eight years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Phil Steele's high on NC State heading into this year. He's They got 19 returning starters. Um, I mean, they, they were seven and year. they were seven and yeah. three last year. Yeah, I guess maybe Doran's that guy that I'm always like. I mean, he gets rumored for other jobs, and I'm like, is, is anyone really like bouncing their grandkids on their knee talking to him about NC State football the last couple of years? Well, like, a, I doubt it. Did he have a foot in Knoxville a couple of years ago? Yeah, he was one of the many. When everybody uh, did, yeah. Fair. I yeah. think two of us had foot feet in Knoxville. At Mike, Mike Leach there for a bit. Listen, I go call some ball plays there. It's beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Sing Rocky Top. Yeah. <laughs> come on everybody um all right so hot that's hot seed watch throw them all in there if miami is terrible that could get pretty dicey because they have had a pretty mixed bag relationship with manny diaz 
in Miami. I mean, I think he is like definitely a Miami guy for whatever that's worth, but um, they run, they run a little, they burn a little hot there in Miami. And like, I think I'm actually, I'm interested in beyond this year with the Eric King leaves and they have to like fully develop a quarterback. And I think they got a couple good freshman quarterback on quarterbacks on the roster. That should be good. So let's see how it goes. But Miami could, Miami could go up in flames fast. We've seen that happen. Yep. And you know what that means, boys say it with me. Interim head coach, Rhett Lashley. (laughs) Is he still the OC? He's got to be right. (laughs) I mean, I guess you would you 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 could think so. Let me let me do a little. You're not running red out of the door. <laughs> I thought Rhett wanted to be a head coach somewhere else. I'm Manny Diaz he... did take over defensive coordinator responsibilities this year. Oh oh, well, that's good. Rhett Lashley that is always... the offensive coordinator for the Miami Hurricanes. Yep, he's only been there coach two years. Rhett Lashley, because it, it won't be the DC because he's getting fired because he's the same guy yeah. as the big whistle. That's true. He got, Good point. Lashley got hired in January 2020. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So thanks to our gassing up in part. Yes. Yes. We got our 10%. Yeah, Anybody we, who we was the that. passing well, game coordinator for, for Gus, for Gus, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Jesse, if you got a discount code, you want to go ahead and shut that out real quick. <laughs> Use code correct daddy. Use code smooth shaft. That'll correct. take you to a very <laughs> yeah. different website. Right. All right. Um, Players we're excited about watching this season. Let's hear it. Um, so like there's a ton of quarterbacks that could be fun yeah. this year. Sure. I decided not to pick any of them. Um okay. I'm focusing on uh two wide receivers, first being Zay Flowers at Boston College. Uh he has the distinct unfortunate situation of being thrown to by Phil Jerkovich, who was uh <laughs> He was an who interesting case who, study last who just year. Can't be good. Let's let's face it. If your name is Phil Jerkovich, you're not out there just Yeah, you know, you're you're starting painting everyone corners. else has a head start on you. But uh <laughs> like he he threw the ball around the yard a little bit. I think he was the one who um who really gave Clemson a scare when uh DJ had to step in for Trevor Lawrence that one time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, Zay Flower is very impressive. Uh Dontavion Wicks is the other one. UVA wide receiver, uh, unfortunately for the Who's, uh, Lavelle Davis, the super tall, freakish athlete, is out pretty much all the year with a, an ACL, I believe. That um, yeah, so Dontavian Wicks is kind of next man to fill that role. A lot of big bodies in the wide receiver room for the Who's, and we like that. Indeed. Um, I was looking through, I mean, I, I enjoyed the DR King experience as much as I, as I enjoy rooting against Miami. Um, he's fun. So I'll throw him on there. Uh, Jordan, your boy, Phil Jerkovich is Phil Steele's fourth team, all ACC quarterback. I'll have, you know, top half, top half of the conference. Congrats. (laughs) (laughs) Buoyed by being able to throw to Zay flowers. Probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm interested to see that Clemson should have should kind of be back to they should be back to their Clemson ways at, on defensive line this year, having a pretty stacked defensive line with uh old big is it Brissy? Brisey? Brees, I think. 
there's two E's at the end, which is throwing me off. Okay. So. Um, but they also have Miles Murphy at defensive end, so that that should be fun. Um, and I'd like to point out there's a defensive back at Wake Forest. His name is Jasser. Jasser Taylor. Okay. Uh, on board. Fully, fully so, on board. J-A apostrophe Sir. S-I-R. We so, are team Jasser in this house. Yeah. <laughs> Jasser. Um, could be fun. All right. Jason, are you uh you locked in on on the uh the ACC this um, year? UNC's quarterback. Sam, Sam Howell. Howell. Yeah. He could spin it. I feel like he, he throws, could be pretty he interesting. Throws he throws the ball pretty pretty interestingly. I am interested to see what kind of year he has. I agree with yeah. you. They were really fun last year, but they had great running backs, they had great wide receivers, and they their defense wasn't fantastic, so they they really had the chance to just air it out at all times. Um, and that's kind of the offense that Longo pushes there at uh, um, at North Carolina. But uh, I'm interested to see if Sam Howell's gotten better or if he can be – like, I don't know. To me, he seems very, like, college quarterback still right now. I don't know that he's, like, NFL quarterback yet, if that makes sense. I don't know yeah. if I'm being if I'm being too vague there. But because um, they – I don't know. Sometimes that, that, like, Longo, like, run and shoot offense, sometimes I kind of roll my eyes at. It's a little high schoolish, But – if you have great receivers and you have great running backs and a good, decent enough offensive line, sure, that's what Clemson does. Well, they, I mean, they lose both of their thousand yard rushers from last. Correct. Season. Sam Howell is the lead returning rusher for the Tar Heels, so right. I'm sure they've got some some horses in the running back room that are ready to to dot the eye for him. But uh, <laughs> you know, like game experience is not. A made-up thing, so correct. We'll, we'll see how that shakes out, and I, well, I, think, I think, yeah, like I think Howell did benefit tremendously from the really impressive run threat they had. So, I I want to see can he can he carry an offense where they throw and open up the run when they need to. Right? Didn't they run for like 450 yards against Miami last year? That was crazy. Pretty sure oh, that wow. running back is still galloping untouched through the through the, through the heart. Through the heart. <laughs> um okay. Cool. Uh what we got next here? Games we're excited about seeing this year. I mean, I just want to jump in. Clemson, Georgia, mm-hmm. September 4th. That'll be fun. Yep. Uh that's a huge game. And it's a really big game. I will absolutely dunk on the rest of Clemson's schedule as being charm and soft, whatever it is. I mean, and maybe there's not much they can do about it, but they are playing Connecticut. Yep. In the middle of the season, so yep. I mean, it's a big they backed test. up they backed up their Georgia game with uh, South Carolina State and Connecticut. So, you know, I really am glad that they have beefed it up. They have their toughest away game is at NC State. Also, their home schedule is just laughable, too, guys. They play South Carolina State, Georgia Tech, Boston College, Florida State, Louisville, Connecticut, and Wake Forest. I mean, that sucks just for Clemson fans who have like season tickets that have to sit through all those games. I mean, that, that's be terrible. A lot of I mean, you're really gonna get it up for like Mike Norvell's two and four Florida State team coming to town on for another uh, October 30th. Kickoff. Yeah, right, exactly for just a a noon shellacking. But uh, anyhow. I just, I mean, Clemson is excellent. I don't want to like, I don't want to go against how excellent they are, but they 100% benefit from uh, this this 
the ACC schedule that they kind of get gift wrapped. This arrangement they get gift wrapped every year, and it's not their fault that Florida State sucks, right? I, I suppose it yeah, kind of they is. They didn't their create fault. the divisions. They yeah. they helped. They they helped with the Florida State sucking. If they could, you know, tone it down a little bit, that would be ease up be a nice. little bit. <laughs> and listen, South Carolina blows too, so that's. I mean, that would have been maybe a better game. Um, but I mean, a lot of these teams like Georgia Tech. I, I'm not super thrilled for Georgia Tech football this year. They might be better, but. In my mind, they're still flipping that roster, so. Yeah, yeah. Any other uh, any other games of note? Games wise, we mentioned this last week, but UVA at BYU for the Bronco Bowl, um, Miami and Alabama play. That will be an interesting sight to see. Uh, FSU and Florida play at the end of the year, and yeah. first uh, time in two years. Yeah, the other game I have. Uh, UNC opens at Virginia Tech, like week one. That is right, September that. three. That yeah. that will be a spectacle. Wait, who, who is that? That is North Carolina and Virginia Tech. Oh, okay. So gotcha. like right off the bat, we are we are diving right. into coastal supremacy action. Right. I do see that Wake Forest gets the uh, the Hampton Roads Shuffle. They play Old Dominion and Norfolk State back to back. That's pretty mm. cool. Ooh. Little little tour to drum up recruiting interest sounds like <laughs> that's like a weird uh, jeopardy question like what who are the two norfolk schools you could play yeah <laughs> commonly known in the 757 as the tidewater shuffle this two-week <laughs> two run went on by north uh by uh whatever wake forest wake forest might not be terrible you know who knows jason you got any games jumping off the page uh, mine are just the rivalry ones, and you mentioned most of those. Any any must buy tickets from our partners at website retracted because we're not actually getting money. <laughs> right. Um, Florida State starts the season with Notre Dame on a Sunday, September fifth, which is oh, that's weird. Right. But Shout out to Labor Day weekend. I mean, I, I'll check in on that because you know, again, down for some slanderous activities against Florida State, <laughs> so I'm here for that that whooping. Um, but we'll see. Florida State is kind of, they seem kind of unknown. Um, whoever is their freaking beat reporter guy that is tweeting out these videos of Florida State practice should be fired because he is like tweeting. The super he, soaker? Yes, yes. The super <laughs> soaker, the Mackenzie Milton, the quote unquote, airs it out and like throw, the, the dude like really steps into like a 35 yard, like wounded Under. duck arm punt. Yeah. And it's like, man. There has to be a better angle of McKenzie Milton doing something that makes you feel a little bit better about us. First of all, putting McKenzie Milton back out there uh, <laughs> with his behind. I mean, the last, I mean, just think about the absolute under siegeness that the Florida State quarterbacks have been under the past couple of years. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. That quarterback room looks, it's looks pretty terrifying. Too. I mean, we got McKenzie honest. Milton, Jordan Travis, and Chuba Purdy. It's like last chance you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is so. I mean, I like Norvell. I like the scheme that he he brings in general, but I don't know. I don't know. I think this might be another tough year for Florida State. <laughs> you hate, hate to see it. I you really hate to see it. Um, you know, and there, I think their recruiting class is shaping up to be good. But you know, th that's always kind of a fun conversation to have in before you like, I mean if they go three and nine the recruiting class isn't going to be no good so I mean I, I, I hate to break it to you but Sorry, um now and their schedule Notre Dame not great Jacksonville State 
Jacksonville State, not bad. I think they almost lost to Jacksonville State last year, too. That's right. <laughs> if I recall correctly. Rings a bell. Not to say that, that they're going to be surprised. They they did do a good thing and schedule Massachusetts in uh, Walt Bell's return to uh, Florida State. I know that's I know the Walt Bell revenge game is one you guys have circled on your calendars. But uh, they're at Clemson. They play Miami at home. They're at Florida um they're at boston college like this could be a tough season they're at wake forest at north carolina i mean they might not win a, a road game yeah yeah i don't think they're gonna win a road game i'll go ahead i'll go, just go ahead and say that so that's tough so that leaves uh notre dame <laughs> which that leaves jacksonville state louisville and syracuse they should be in those games um and they got nc state and miami at home so Ugh. i don't know that's a tough schedule I'm, yeah. I'm, well, I'll put a pin in that these, for our where are these FSU, five. Where are these FSU uh, over-unders? All right. Yeah, so, I mean, again, we've slipped into slandering schools that we don't like, but um, I've slipped into slandering schools I don't like, but uh, I have some questions about Florida State this year. It could be a tough year for the for the boys in Garnet and Gold. That, that schedule asks some questions of, of the Knowles. Yes. Yes. Yep. All right, uh, let's talk about conference odds. Clemson is the runaway favorite. Uh, the graphic I pulled, because I had to look for something that included the Who's and the Hokies uh, because none of the Virginia sites have that. So I had to, you know, I had to do a little digging. Uh, this wow. graphic shows Clemson at minus 1,000 um to win the conference i think that <laughs> has moved a little bit to minus 800 from what i've heard um well, so we got like, late action like a 20 percent uh... premium right there um, <laughs> so yeah i think i think clemson wins pretty comfortably but if we're looking at value which we I, totally are i i think you have to look at the coastal which which yes. is a dangerous proposition in and of itself. Coastal <laughs> chaos. Just just reach into a hat and pick out. But seven different winners in the last seven years before last year, I think. So yeah, I mean, like UNC is the next best odds to win the title at plus seven fifty, which feels like it's worth worth a little sprinkle, perhaps. Um, well, if that's the case, then what's the difference in you in North Carolina and Miami? I trust. Mac Brown more than Manny Diaz. Fair. And Makes I trust sense. Sam Howell more than De'Ara King. At this point. Sure. I need to see De'Ara King's reconstructed reconstructed leg yeah. in action. I feel you. No, I, I, I agree with you. I just was curious what how you were differentiating yeah, those two. So, so I, that's a big game. That is in the middle of the season, October 16th. North Carolina welcomes Miami. Yeah, so my my value picks would be North Carolina plus seven fifty or Virginia Tech at plus twenty eight hundred. I feel like I feel like if yeah. they if they get rolling, they again anybody can win the coastal, mm-hmm. and they don't play they don't play Clemson in the regular season, so you have the advantage of sneaking up on them, showing them stuff. They played them tough last year for a, a quarter and a half, so that's encouraging. Um, it's a really strong emotional hedge, Jordan. Yeah, I am just reverse jinxing the hell yeah. <laughs> out of their entire season. I've been found out. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, if I, I'm, I guess I'm just I'm I'm with you. I'm either with Miami or or North North Carolina, um, and it's going to come down to that Miami North Carolina game for who gets the who gets the random shot to uh you know shock Clemson, uh, catch Clemson sleeping in the ACC championship game, which seems unlikely. Looking at oh yeah, and Miami opens the season with Alabama. We forgot mm-hmm. to mention. Oh, I mentioned it. Oh, you mentioned. Sorry, that's exciting. Alabama yeah, might ruin actually, that whole season. Miami's yeah, Miami's schedule times, is one, one Miami's schedule is not uh, you know not the best. It could yeah, be so better. While, while we're looking at schedules, why don't we tackle the uh, the win totals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Smart. idea. Efficient. So, right. Logan, you laid out just how tough Florida State's campaign looks Ooh. on paper. Their five number is half. five and a half. And if you go under, you are getting plus money. That is is appealing. Ooh, ooh, that is appealing. That's actually all right. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. We're screw it. We'll do it live. All right. Can you find six wins on Florida State schedule? <clears throat> do we want to give them Jacksonville State? I think we do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that feels fair. Do, do we want to give them <laughs> at Wake Forest? I don't. No. The claw okay. fence is can tear right. through the Noles. They get like, Louisville and Syracuse in back-to-back home games the end of September, beginning of October. I think those are losing likely one of those. You think they're losing one of those at home? Yeah, Louisville can beat them. Okay, Louisville can beat them, sure. They're at North Carolina. Feels like a loss, although didn't they beat North Carolina last year? Or they almost did. No, North Carolina came back. They were going to beat North Carolina yeah. last year, and North Carolina came back. All right, then they're, they got Massachusetts. All right, so what are we at? We're at two? Three. I think they beat Syracuse, Jacksonville State, and uh, UMass. That's it. Oh, yeah. Then they get UMass, so that's three. Then they're at Clemson, home NC State, home Miami, at Boston College, at Florida. At Boston College feels like four. Yeah. So we still got a win and a half to get to five and a half? Yeah, just a push. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I mean, listen, this is great. This is great rooting interest, um, you know, betting here. I I just don't think uh I don't think they get there. Even right. and that, that even lets them win one of the extra Louisville and Syracuse games, and they're still only at four. Yeah. Tough stuff. Or five or maybe five, but um yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a long season in in uh in tally touchdown tally the uh the other ones that jumped out at me again i'm gonna be mr mr under tonight i kind of <laughs> like i kind of like unc under nine and a half you're getting okay. even money there i think they could be serial underperformers. um yeah they just I don't like disagree with you. during the mac brown tenure they show a consistent lack of discipline at the at the appropriate times like just stupid and i hate to be old man but like stupid unsportsmanlike conduct penalties or like stupid extend drive penalties um if they can clean it up that bodes really well for them i'm not super confident that they can all right Um, so let's go what what was their number nine and a half so at, at virginia tech so the losses I I have as potential slash probable at Virginia Tech, I think Virginia Tech can win that game. Sure. Um, On a Friday. Home against Virginia, Broncos had their number. That's a coin flip at this point, in my mind. 
that is really weird that Virginia like randomly plays North Carolina great in just basketball and football. Just just has we, we like that. Has, has we love <laughs> we that. like that. Yeah, we love that. Uh, then they go. They host Florida State, Miami back to back weeks. They have a bye, so I think they split. Let's say they split that. Maybe they beat both of them. But then they got to go to Notre Dame. I think they, they also go to Pitt, and they finish up at NC State, which could be tr- tricky. Right. And they're only allowed. They're only allowed to lose twice two to go over. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's interesting because, like, I mean, I would say at Notre Dame is probably a. I don't want to say guaranteed, but as sure of an L as possible. You you can find another L on here that would that would kill it, right? Yeah, I just need them to lose three games. Oh, you need them to lose three, so you got to find two more losses on here. So one of the Virginia Virginia Tech, one of the Duke Florida schools, State, yeah, one combo. of the Florida schools, and at NC State or at Pitt. Yeah, I mean they could they could do that. I don't hate that. Yeah, especially if they take a little time to kind of gel with their offensive philosophy and if you know if howell's pressing if, if yeah if howell's you know pressing a lot because they're not running the ball like they did last year could be interesting jason what's your lock for the acc i don't know um <laughs> so i mean louisville over six and a half it seems like an like an idiotic bet i mean i would go under there just because yeah, i think they're I gonna think be bad that. i think i don't know if i love georgia tech getting to five wins um if that were five and a half i'd take the under immediately yeah um i don't know if i love pitt given to getting to seven wins i think their defense is supposed to be good right i'm sure they i'm sure they'll say that yeah the over seven is minus 145 which feels insane yeah, yeah. the coastal could wreck that in yeah i, I think <laughs> If I'm taking a, if I have to make a, a bet, not that I ever would. Um, yeah, you're using somebody else's money. Not even I would your take, own money. Well, I'm not even advising. Um, I would probably take the under on Pitt at seven and feel very safe that I'm at least getting my money back because there's no way they get to eight. Gotcha. I like it. I like that. The Plus, other I'm, one, getting, I'm getting positive money, so. Yeah, the other one that was interesting to me was, so Clemson's at 11 and a half. And... Oof. To to go undefeated, they are plus you get plus money plus one hundred five. So they open with Georgia, and you can bet Georgia plus one thirty five right now, um, based on what I'm seeing. Um, <laughs> so like I I was tempted to take the under eleven and a half, just figure they'll lose one game and probably be Georgia, but I think I would rather just play Georgia money line and assume that they beat everybody in the acc yeah that is a really interesting matchup i think if they beat georgia they're gonna not lose in conference they shouldn't lose in conference but oh i agree they shouldn't lose in conference regardless but yeah i mean i'm that that georgia game is going to be interesting because i think georgia should this should this could be a year for georgia right i mean alabama breaking in brand new quarterback Georgia, in theory, has decent quarterback coming back that they're all excited about and decent receivers and, you know, established scheme and good defense. All the Georgia things are lining up. It would be pretty bad for Georgia if they just got, you know, 
kicked in the teeth by Clemson week one, right? That would yeah. not be good for the for the brand. It's a good um, tease for our SEC episode next yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm just I've, I've been thinking about this. Um, it's but, been keeping you up at night. It's been keeping me up at night. Georgia, Georgia. Yeah, talking about the dogs. The dogs. So, um, I'm looking at the Virginia and Virginia Tech lines, just you know, just to see. Kind of interesting, six and a half for Virginia. That that seems about right, I suppose. Yeah. Um, BPI seven and a half. I think that seems about right. But that kind of, I guess, more illustrates what we were talking about earlier. That like Virginia and Virginia Tech are getting very similar amounts of respect in Vegas for like futures odds and stuff, and that can't be like a good look for Virginia Tech football yeah. like and and their personal brand and the things that they hold dear to themselves right so <laughs> the things that matter they're probably chief chief amongst them dominance over the university of virginia in football so right all right okay cool well i think uh I, i'm excited i'm officially i'm ready i'm more excited about the acc than i am about the b1g but i think that's because the acc has a higher volatility quotient going here yeah um, like there's some school like I don't want to come back and beat on Florida State here. They could be an absolute dumpster fire. Um, looking at or they looking could win at nine the, games. They the combination really of find... yeah, the combination of the schedule and yeah, maybe they have like Mackenzie Milton has just like an out of body experience, or they find one of their they do like a weird two quarterback thing, and um, you know they do some funky thing on offense that no one can catch up with. They, they're certainly going to have enough talent to win five and a half games. Yes, but the product that they've been putting on the field the past like two and a half years has been so bad that is hard it's hard to like shake that out of your memory like the willie taggart do you remember when they were swag surfing against virginia tech in that first game of the first willie taggart game and then they (laughs) just like proceeded to just get rolled on for the whole game yep oh man i mean they got whomped by boise state didn't they yes it was a real tour of teams just taking it out i shouldn't say i shouldn't say whomped they got uh that was a, I, they would probably argue that they almost came back and won that game, which congratulations, <laughs> moral victories. Yeah. Boise State. Boise State beat them on the road too, right? That was in Tallahassee. Right. Yeah, there was some sort of dubious like punt down. It wasn't even a blue field situation. sorcery situation. <laughs> Correct. Uh, anyhow, okay. You guys got anything else? I don't think so. Jason, you still with me, buddy? Always. Always and forever. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Always forever. That's a banger. You heard the remix of that? I'll send it to you guys. Slams. Thank goodness. Link me. Link me, dog. Will do. All right. It's the wheel route. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, college football. It is upon us. Find us on the internet at the wheel route. Uh, wheel route podcast at gmail.com. I should say at the wheel route on Twitter. Wheel route podcast at gmail.com is the email address. And we uh, have a website. It is dwheelroute.com. You uh, can find the picks there when we start picking games. And you can stream the show straight from there or your favorite podcast acquisition service. Until we meet again, go Gators. Go Go Dukes.